This week's episode is all about working away from the home mamas and the stay-at-home moms. And we just kind of want to share our experiences since I stay at home with my kids, Sam works out of the home, and just kind of bring a little bit of insight and show you that there are really great things. There are some really messy parts about each role. So go and do whatever you do when you listen to podcasts, whether you're cleaning your kitchen or throw your kiddos in their stroller and go for a walk and let's chat. Hey mamas, I'm Sam. And I'm Taryn. And together we're the Messy Messy Mamas. Mamas. We've created the Messy Mama Pod because we've both experienced the messiness that motherhood brings. We're completely unfiltered and unapologetically ourselves as we chat about all things motherhood. Once a month we're going to be spotlighting one of you mamas so that you can share your story, advocate for your babies, and connect with the other messy moms in our community. Dry shampoo's our best friend and this shirt may or may not be clean. Our lives are completely chaotic, so if you're anything like us, welcome to the mess. Okay, let's go chat. And remember, mamas, messy can be beautiful. I'm really excited for this because I think it's super cool that you and I live kind of very different lives right now where I stay at home with my two kids. You work out of the home and Lucas is in daycare full time. So I even know from a lot of the conversations that we've had, you bring a totally different viewpoint to a save whatever situation than I have because of our experiences. Yes, I do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes, we live very different lives and yet somehow we can relate the same and we have different, like something that bugs me doesn't bug you and vice versa. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's such like a really, like it's such a huge part of motherhood. And I know we've mentioned this in previous episodes and I feel like it's going to just always come up that really when it comes down to the challenges with being a stay-at-home mom or the challenges that come with working out of the home, it's all the like the worrying that we do, right? I know for me, being a stay-at-home mom, I'm constantly worrying like, okay, are my kids getting enough interaction with other people are they like learning to listen to other adults are they learning to socialize are they getting sick of me am I giving them enough experiences like there's just always those worries and I know from our conversation you have a lot of worries too with working out of the home so I am really excited for this episode so that we can kind of talk about me being a stay-at-home mom you working out of the home and the moms listening can will probably relate to one of us, you know, yep, I mean? so sure. we kind of have that different dynamic. Yeah. So why don't we jump into some of the challenges that we face? Like, what's your like big thing that you maybe struggle with, with being a stay at home mom? Oh, I feel like with every hard thing, there's like a really big positive that goes along with it, which is really <laughs> interesting. But I think for me, one of the really big things is by the end of the day, I just feel so touched out. Like I, and I've noticed it more since having Reese. And I think it's a combination of there being two of them. So (laughs) there's usually always one of them awake and I don't get that me time and a combination that I breastfeed her. So I literally have one attached to me a lot of the time, but man, by the end of the day, it's like, I don't necessarily want to go and lay in bed until you fall asleep anymore. And I feel horrible about that, but I'm just like, I've had 
them on me all day. So I just mm-hmm. feel like I have been touched and drooled on and puked on and nose wipes on me all day. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And that's- so that's where it's kind of like different for me because bedtime is so important to me. Like I used to be the mom that's like, I really wanted Lucas to be super independent and I wanted him to go to sleep on his own and I didn't want to have to lay down with him. And I pushed and pushed and pushed it and I realized it wasn't working. So then now I've caved and I crawl into bed with him every single night. But um, now I really value that time that I have with him Mm. at bedtime because that's when him and I get like undivided attention where my phone's away, where I'm not worrying about what I'm making for dinner or the house is a mess or whatever. That's where we get to like have giggles or little tickle fests or he likes to give me a lot of kisses or books or whatever. So that's like a really, really, really big time for us. And I love jumping into bed with him now. So it's interesting how that's kind of different. And I like seeing, like listening to your perspective on like the fact that like he's on you all the time. Whereas for me, I'm like, give me kisses. Like I want to give a hug. And he's like, no mom. Like now I'm the one that he's like, yeah, give me space. (laughs) Yeah. No. And I do. I think that that's super interesting. And that actually brings up like something that I wonder about all the time. And this really goes with exactly what you said is like, would like, do I take my time with my kids for granted? Like, would I appreciate them more or some of our smaller moments more if I wasn't with them all day, every day? So do you think that you would? I don't know. I think, but see, here's the thing. That's where there's like that huge positive that goes with that negative. Because sometimes I'm like, okay, am I taking my time for granted? Am I overlooking all of these beautiful little blessings that I have in the day because mm-hmm. I get smothered in kisses all day long right and that's yeah. something that you might long for but it's like am I taking that for granted and then there comes like the mom worry and I worry about like how do I live more in the moment and you know it's just mm-hmm. that weird like something that is really really hard is also just like such a massive blessing when you kind of look at the big picture I mean if it makes you feel any better I only feel this way on the weekdays and on weekends (laughs) I'm like okay it's time for bed totally and the cool thing with my job too is I'm a teacher and I but I'm just I'm a substitute teacher so I did have before I had Reese I had that perspective of there were times when I would go to work for the day and then the next day I would stay at home and I love that balance um but that comes another like one of the things that I appreciate so much about being a stay-at-home mom is I kind of get to like set the tone for the day and set the pace for the day so like what are your mornings like with Lucas chaotic like I don't (laughs) I don't get to have like um like me and him time in the mornings right so Mm. I get up at 6 30 I wake him up at seven, put him in his high chair so he can eat some breakfast while I finish getting ready. And then I go and get him dressed and brush his hair and brush his teeth. And then it's out the door. Like it is very like, boom, boom, boom. We got to get this done and get out the door. Yeah. No time for like meltdowns or cuddles or none. No, 
And then of course, I think that kind of takes a strain on me mentally. Cause then I'm frustrated because like, Hey, like I'm going to be late for work here. You're not listening. Lucas likes to play this little game when we put on his shoes <laughs> where I tell him to sit on this step and he thinks it's funny to climb up five steps instead of the very top. <laughs> so then when I meet him at the very top, he thinks it's funny to then do a slide down the stairs <laughs> and be back down to where I told him to be. So that's the fun game that we yeah. play in the morning. <laughs> that you don't have time for. Yeah. And I think like if I wasn't in a rush, like I would maybe think that's funny and I would be playful with him. But it's like, no, like I need you to listen right now, please. Yeah. You know? Yeah. See, and that's something that like, as you're saying that, like we do that stuff all the time. You know, yeah. and like, I, I really cherish those, like, live in the moments, like, let him be goofy. Tate's big thing right now, which is just, I think it's just so much fun, is he feels like he needs to get into his car seat by himself. So for those of you who Aww. have never seen my child, he's three years old, but he's <laughs> like the tiniest human ever. So it takes him so long to get into the vehicle. And then it takes him about like 10 tries of jumping to get into his car seat and then he thinks it's funny like oh I missed and like slides back up <laughs> so I mean there are for sure times when I'm like okay kid like let's go we've got to like go to hockey practice or whatever but a lot of the times I just get to like enjoy that you know or like I get to cherish him helping me he helps me unload the dishwasher all the time and like that's a fun thing mm -hmm. and we take our time doing that so I think just like a huge thing that I like love so much is I do get to live in the moment more when I'm not overseeing it, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of nice that you get to have that time with him because yeah. I mean, and, and you know what, like on the weekends, I, I definitely get that time with Lucas um, and we will unload the dishwasher. I mean, we're kind of homebodies in a sense. Mm. So, you know, we don't really spend a lot of time going out and doing things and whatnot on the weekends. Like that's my time to relax because I've just worked all week. Yeah. Totally. So um, I can, I can cherish those moments and have those moments on the weekends, but during the week, you know, we get that five minutes of playtime, if you want to call it that on the stairs in the morning yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, if I'm lucky, I get like an hour or two with him at night, but it's kind of consumed still by like making dinner, giving him a bath, putting yeah. him to bed. Like, you know, we get home at six, he goes to bed by like seven, seven thirty. Yeah. Like, we really don't get that time either. So like, that's why weekends are such a big thing for, for me. And I wish that I could be a stay at home mom. And I know that it comes with like, it's positives and negatives. Right. Obviously like anything does just like it does with being a working mom um or work out of home mom but I do sometimes wish that I had that like yeah. you guys do yeah and I think that it's so normal to like I don't know if this is the right phrase but kind of like long for what other people have like I see I am just such a huge believer in like following your dreams and like dreaming big and going for that. And I see a lot of working moms who are like crushing it and they're passionate about their jobs and they mm -hmm. love going to their jobs. And I'm just like, yes, like you are setting such an incredible example for your kids. Like I have chills because I just, I think that it is such a powerful lesson for them. Um, but then on the flip side, and it's, and this is kind of where there's like that, 
pull because then I feel like, you know, I hope my kids grow up and are like, man, I just remember so many mornings of making pancakes at 10 in the morning because mom stayed home and, you know, like there is, there's, there are those positive and negatives, but I totally see what you mean. And, and I also worry sometimes I'm like, am I showing them that like, yes, you can pursue your dreams and you can live out your passion, you know? Yeah. And I think that's why I love our podcast so much and our (laughs) community, because I'm like, I hope that they look at this and see that it's like, you know, you can do what your heart pulls you to do. So totally. What is you ever... your like? Go oh. ahead. Okay, I'll go. <laughs> what is your um, like your biggest challenge mentally with working out of the home? Like, what is that like fear or worry that comes with you working out of the home? Um, honestly, I don't really know if I have a fear of working out of the home or for Lucas to miss out on anything. I mean, bef- I know that I definitely did before I started working. So when I was on mat leave, mm. I was very, very fearful of missing out on all of these really big milestones and, uh, and you know, having to trust somebody else to raise, partially raise my child because they spend, you know, nine hours a day with them. Yeah. Um, and they're kind of responsible a huge responsibility of teaching them the really important things um, or how to count or how to like helping with potty training. And I mean, that's also kind of a blessing. (laughs) Yeah. Positive. Yeah. But, but the milestones was like a really big thing because I think in that first year you see them roll over and you see them sit up and you see them walking and talking and all those things. And so that was a really big fear for me with him starting daycare. Um, But now on the flip side of that and the positive of that, although I'm not there for that, I'm seeing how, like I'm seeing him learn, I guess I'm trying to say like, so true. Yeah. it's incredible seeing him come home and he knows these new words. Like the other day he came home and, or sorry, we were driving and he said, Hey mom, excavator. And I said, what? <laughs> it's like excavator. And I was like, what where did you yeah. learn that like I mean obviously I know where he learned it but it was just like that's such a complex word totally two and a half year old that I was just like blown away totally you know? and like the daycare that he goes to now is a partially Spanish um daycare oh, so he's learning cool. not I don't know you know when he's ever going to need to know Spanish but cool that he does yeah totally <laughs> you know so that's kind of like the positive, I guess, to missing milestones is kind of also seeing like a new kind of like a different kind of milestone. Yeah, that's super, super cool. Mm-hmm. I would say like one of the other really hard things is that, um, again, it's like a blessing, but it's also really hard is that, you know, I don't know, sometimes you see on Instagram or whatever, you have friends that are like after work, they just like stop at the grocery store and like grab some stuff quick where I don't get that because I always have my kids with me. So if I want to go into the city, say we have appointments in the city, I'm taking the kids and it's like, okay, I need, for example, I had a wedding on the weekend and it was like, every time I was at a place where I could go to buy a dress, I always had my kids with me. And it's like those things I sometimes wish that I could like 
they could be in daycare and after work I could just run there and do that for 20 minutes and then be be go and get them and then be home with them you know I think I mean I I almost have to I don't want to say disagree with you on that one but um like for me working full-time and my schedule is literally like 8 30 to 5 well most daycares close at 5 30 and I yeah, have to true. get there and pick them up so unless you have like a day off which once in a while I get a day off during the week and that's the best day ever because Lucas is at daycare and I get to go do all the things <laughs> so that is like in your sense like having a day where you they're in daycare and you can just do whatever um is nice I guess yeah. but that's not always the case yeah no that's fair for sure We are so excited to be bringing you this week's sponsor, Mother May I. They're a nonprofit organization that focuses strictly on maternal mental health. They use their platform to share stories, to raise awareness and reduce stigma. Right now, they're advocating hard for a maternal mental health unit in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, where women can receive the inpatient treatment that they need while still having their kids with them. Mother May I has a really cool apparel line that focuses on spreading the power of positive affirmations. Their goal is that the words on their clothes will resonate with others and create a strong connection. This is what is so, so cool. All the proceeds earned from the sales of their apparel line are donated right to maternal mental health initiatives. We could not be more proud here at the Messy Mama Pod to be standing behind Kayla and Michelle in their mission. I had a chance to check out some of their clothes last week, and you guys, I highly, highly recommend checking them out. They have super comfy t-shirts and crewnecks and some toques for both you and your babe. So go ahead and check them out by searching Mother May I YXE on Instagram. So what is another just kind of like everyday challenge with being a working out of the home mama? Um, one of the big ones for us is when Lucas gets sick. So um, I wish that I could just stay home with him, but unfortunately I have to use a sick day. I have to find alternative care for Lucas. Um, or sometimes, and this sounds bad, but sometimes I have to trust Blake to do it. <laughs> and I don't know what it is, but like, I just don't know if dads can quite soothe a sick child like a mama can. Or maybe yeah. it's just me just like really wanting to be there to just like be that warm place for them. But but that's like one of the big things is just like having to, you know, I can't just be there. I have to like, make how do I say this I have to like take the time off work and sometimes that's not possible yeah right and sometimes that's even like a really big inconvenience when like the daycare closes for a day um our old daycare used to do pd days so like once a month they would close for the rant some random day and I'd have to try and find coverage for Lucas or even at Christmas time um pretty much all daycares close for a week to 10 days so true and yeah I'm sorry but like unless you have a job that also gives you that kind of time off at Christmas time that can be really challenging so thankfully we have family around Christmas that want to come visit so yeah we have like that free babysitting most of the time but but yeah that can be a challenge and having to like plan our vacation time around like random days I guess yeah 
like it's not even like a family vacation it's like when the daycare closes or when you're sick or you're saving up those days and something that you said is like (laughs) I enjoy my sleep I very much so do like mornings if I am tired (laughs) and so I can't imagine being up all night with a sick child and then having to like go to work the next day because for me if I'm up well Reese is also a disaster at sleeping through the night (laughs) we're currently nine months old and it feels like we have a one month old whole nother topic but for me if I had to get up and go to work after like sleeping for three hours like my boss would hate me because I would be late or not be there at all so I can't imagine you doing that. I want to hear a fun story. <laughs> there was one time that Lucas was very sick. And I literally, um, he has this like little kid size pull out couch. It like unfolds. And I put that in his room and I slept on that all night oh. in between getting up and, and helping him because he's puking. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to take the next day off. So I had to go into work. I was a disaster. Oh, See, <laughs> like that is... That is my fear. That is a very big fear of mine. Like my Derek knows that. Nope. <laughs> yeah. That would not be good. So that would be like a really, really nice time to like not even have to worry about it or not even have to think about it. You know, yeah. like I just know that it, he's taken care of. And like throw your comfy sweats on when you wake up and you can nap when he naps or like you can be cuddling on the couch and don't have to use that much brain power. I mean, don't get me wrong. Being at home with sick kids is freaking exhausting and really hard, but Mm -hmm. so is leaving them when they're sick. We have a friend um, whose child, I think it was last year, um, you know them, who had RSV and she was in the hospital for her little one for months I think and thankfully she's a stay-at-home mom too but I mean obviously we never want our kids to be in the hospital but to have to be in the hospital for months at a time and then have to worry about being able to take that kind of time off work Uh, like that thankfully I've never had to go through that but like that would be very challenging I think stressful totally um do you find that like being at home and not getting to uh, socialize with other adults other than your oh. husband. <laughs> like, is that taxing on you? Like, is that mentally taxing to just, like, always be in, like, kid mode? Yes. Don't get me wrong. Like, my husband's great, and I enjoy talking to him. But, <laughs> yeah. Like, and, you know, it's funny because that's something that's really challenging, especially in the newborn stage. And I mean, this goes for moms, even on mat leave. I'm sure that someone can relate to this. Like, there's almost a resentment, I don't think is the right word, but maybe it's even like a little bit of jealousy that it's like, you know, Derek will come home after a day at work and I'm also at home working. Like, I consider staying at home a full-time job. Totally. And- like the house is a disaster you're a disaster your kids are like happy but you've just been like hot mess all day and it's like I sometimes wish that I could go and leave the chaos of the house Mm -hmm. and talk to other people and Derek is a teacher and it's a really great staff and like I'd love to go and like joke around with them and like sit and have coffee with other adults and and that sort of thing like 
yeah, that's one of the really, really hard things is that you are isolated. Yeah. Like motherhood, you always have people around you. I'm going to change that. Being a stay-at-home mom, you always have people around you. There are always kids on top of you or that need something, but you're still so alone. It's the weirdest, most taxing, I guess, like you said, thing, because you don't get to have adult conversations. And this is like, maybe this has nothing to do with it. Maybe this is just mom brain still, but there are legitimately times, this is like funny, but not funny. There are times (laughs) when I'll be in a conversation and I'll be like awkward, like with another adult. And I'll just be like, I have gotten like less (laughs) social or something. Like I cannot carry on a conversation like I used to be able to. And I legitimately, I swear to God that it is something to do with like, I talk with kids all day and we break out in dance or a tantrum or, you know, it's weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) One of the things that you said that I think is super important that we actually touch on is that being a stay-at-home mom is a full-time job. Totally. You know, you said that. And I think that there's so many people... I mean, I was literally talking about this the other day with a coworker and she's like, I can't wait to have kids because then I get like a one year vacation. And I looked at her and one of the guys that works for us is also a dad. And he looked at her and he's like, let me tell you, it's not a vacation. And I was like, I'm really impressed that you know that sometimes I don't even think my own husband knew that when I was on that leave. Yeah. It's not a vacation. No. It's hard work. It is hard work. And I think the thing that like, that you don't know, I mean, you don't know what you don't know, right? And so before having kids, I think a lot of people are like, oh, and I'm going to like, sleep in and I'm going to wake up and have my coffee. But it's like, okay, your hormones are out of whack for months after you have a baby. You Mm -hmm. are adjusting to newborn life. You are physically and mentally exhausted. And truthfully, when you're a stay at home mom, like that doesn't really change. No, like, that's one thing I feel like staying at home, like we're in a routine, but it's not exactly the routine where you get up, you get dressed, you do your hair and makeup where you feel good, you go out and you interact with other people and you're working towards a goal at your job or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just not necessarily the same. And I think that You know, and I think that this is also important to add that there are moms who love going to their job and that is awesome. Like, I know we kind of talked about that, but I just think so highly of those moms and I think that that's incredible. And there are moms who say that like they're a better mom because they work outside the home. Perfect. Like you have to find what works for you. On the flip side, I also have talked to even really good friends of mine that want to stay at home and be stay at home moms and they get into it and they are like they're miserable going mentally crazy stir crazy yeah and I think that that's also totally fine like it's all about finding what works for you and I know for me a really big thing was with Tate kind of figuring out okay what do we want our day to look like and and like I know that with even now with Reese, like if I can get out of the house in the morning, my days are so much better. So I do. I think that it's just, it's so important, whether you are a stay-at-home mom or a working mom to just really figure out like what works for you and your family. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the nice things about being a working out of the home mom, I guess, is just like we get that mental break. Mm-hmm. I think that I have more patience for Lucas um, because I'm not dealing with it 24-7. So like I give you a huge round of applause <laughs> that you have so much patience with your kids because I don't know if I could do that if I was doing it 24-7. Yeah, I think that's like a really good point. And I think that it totally de- you know, whether you are a working mom or you are a stay-at-home mom or a working out of the home mom, it's like part of that is like what you see value in too, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. But here's one of the really challenging things for I think a lot of stay-at-home moms can agree with this is the income part. And I don't even mean so much that like, okay, our family income is now down. It's the mental part of it that sometimes you feel like you're spending someone else's money and that you don't deserve to go and buy a pair of jeans because it's not your money. Right. That's and so- I think that there's, there's different, I mean, some people would have their own bank account. My husband and I have the same account and it's been a, it was a really big adjustment for us to be like, okay, I and this is actually what Derek said to me. He's like, you have to take into consideration how much money we aren't spending on daycare because you stay at home. That is like you earning an income. Yeah, girl, it ain't cheap. It's like a thousand dollars a kid a month. Crazy. That's I mean, crazy. I mean, that's for daycare. Day homes are a little bit cheaper, thankfully, but right. like, but still not cheap. So yeah, yeah, you guys are definitely saving money. There you go. <laughs> Right. But it is like, and I know a lot of my really good girlfriends that stay at home, they have a really, really hard time with it. And I remember one just said to me, like, I don't feel worthy. Like, I don't feel like I should be able to go for a Starbucks coffee because it costs $6. Yeah. Or, you know, like, and that that's a really, really hard part of it, I think, for a lot of moms that stay at home. You just don't feel like you're like contributing financially. Yeah. Exactly. And I do. I think that that's why so many moms have like side gigs and side hustles or, you know, they're with a network marketing company or whatever it is. And I think that that's so, so cool. Um, But I think that is driven from feeling like you're not contributing. Yeah, that would be really hard. So what are some of the like, do you have anything that right in your mind? I mean, I know I know we've talked about both the positives and negatives but is there anything else as a positive that you're like you know I feel so much value working out of the home um one of the big things I guess is socializing for Lucas because we are kind of homebodies so it's Mm -hmm. it's sort of nice knowing that and and kind of actually even seeing when I when I go pick him up from daycare and stuff the friends that he's made yeah it's not the first time I've talked about this, but Lucas has the cutest little girlfriend and it's yeah. the sweetest thing. And they started... I can't wait for her mom to listen to this. <laughs> um, I just think it's the sweetest thing. Like they started daycare at the exact same time in the same class and they moved up to the next, like some kids get separated and these guys have like stayed together and moved up in classes. And then when Aww. we moved Lucas to a new daycare, I told his mom about it. Or sorry, I told her mom that we were moving Lucas and that we would love to keep them together. And she's like, let's do it. And so she moved her daughter as well. So now they're, that's awesome. It's like, it's so cool to see 
And like the best thing is, so there was like a bit of like a month gap between when her daughter was able to come to the new daycare. Mm. And when she started to come, cause she would come like on Fridays and Lucas would go inside and see her and he'd be like, praise. And it was like the cutest thing. And he'd run and he'd go give her a hug. And he was so excited. Aww. And so it's just super, super cool for me as a mom to be able to see him like building relationships with friends and socializing because I I know the kind of person that I am like I said a million times in this episode already I am a homebody I like being at home and so I think if I was a stay-at-home mom he'd maybe miss that aspect yeah I see what you're saying do do you feel like Tate like gets the socializing part of it like is there a way that you kind of incorporate that as a stay-at-home mom yeah I do um Derek and I are both teachers, so we know the value in, like, early um, socialization, but also teaching him that, like, other adults are, I don't want to say authority figures, but he needs to understand that, like, he needs to follow rules from other people and learn different expectations and social settings, and Mm -hmm. um, that's all very, very important to me, and I know how much kids learn at daycare. I worked at like many different daycares so I see a lot of value in that so for me um what works for us really well is Tate goes to daycare two mornings a week and then he comes home and he has his nap here but I I do I same thing I love hearing his stories from daycare and I know that he learns so much so that's kind of another thing too with being a stay-at-home mom I think that sometimes you feel like because you stay at home you can't send your kids to daycare or you can't it would be hard to justify it whether it's like financial reasons or if it's just because you feel like you need to like you're not working when they're gone Mm -hmm. um but it works really really well for us our daycare is super accommodating so yeah that's been like super super huge well I hope that this episode has just kind of like proved that whatever side you're on, like, there are challenges. It is all hard. It is, like, motherhood. It's hard and it's messy and there's sacrifices. <laughs> Make sure you guys tune in next Wednesday when we release another episode. And come follow us over on Instagram at The Messy Mama Pod. Mm-hmm.